Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcast. Johnny Venerable Bobrock, who's downtown Phoenix at the PHNX headquarters. And man, oh man, what a show we have planned for you today. And we're going to start off the top with John Payton Watch, baby. Two or three weeks ago, it was just kind of maybe a dream. And now we are getting closer, maybe, for it to come to fruition, we think. But, uh, Bo Brock, there were reports this morning. So there was a report from ESPN that yeah. I want to highlight off the top that came out this morning. Real actual journalist, Jeremy Fowler, Dan Graziano, who, by the way, Jeremy Fowler is very connected to this franchise. He was at training camp, are reporting that Sean Payton, not the Cardinals are interested in Sean Payton. No, no, no. The bigger piece, Payton is interested right now in two potential openings. That being the Los Angeles Chargers, which everybody assumed, and and the Arizona Cardinals. And the important piece of this is, Bo, they are looking for a quarterback in an already settled situation rather than waiting to draft and develop a rookie. And then out of the woodwork came other reports. Donnie Druin, SI, other people, our guy Kyle Odegaard, friend of the show, he's got interest. Do you have interest in this report, Bo Brock? Let me ask you that. Yeah, of, of course you do, right? I mean, you see this this organization, it can't get right. It's it's trending in the wrong direction, to put it as nicely as possible. Sean Payton, next Arizona Cardinals head coach, sounds fantastic. I, yeah, sign me up. But as far as how we're going to get there, I mean, that that is a whole different conversation, and it's a very it's it's complicated, right? I'm as far as looking at that report and the fact that he has his eye on the organization. Well, please, I hope he didn't see he's shielding his eyes at the at the moment because it is an absolute just clusterfuck as far as what's going on over here, as far as this coaching staff is going, the trajectory of your your franchise quarterback is kind of stunted at the moment. So as far as him having his eye, hopefully it's with an eye of optimism that he could turn things around absolutely and that he's the right guy right that that's what you want to hear from with Sean Payton it's it's exciting to dream about but that's because dreaming is absolutely free right there's there's no cost to it but as far as when it comes down to is two willing parties right and it, it comes down to some other variables that go into that as far as getting him out from under his contract in New Orleans which runs through 2024 firing Cliff Kingsbury, buying him out, 
and then also paying Sean Payton backing up the Brinks truck and paying him what it would take, what his commands would be, you know, in a very, as it always is, every offseason, a, a very competitive coaching market. Garvey Craig's basically uh, hitting us up with the $1.99 Super Chat saying, Thank you, Garvey. He's excited. We're all yeah. excited about this. This was a great way to wake <laughs> up, to have this story be present. Because here's the thing. And I told Bo I was going to go in a little bit on a segmented part of, of not the fan base, but there's just, man, I feel like there is, there's, there's this misconception that, number one, this franchise doesn't Jimmy deserve Downers Sean Payton. Out there, right? Yeah, like, I'm not here for that. Somebody if, you don't want to sit next to tomorrow at the Thanksgiving if, table. If you're part, I, if you don't want Sean Payton, you are entitled to that opinion. 100%. I respect it. Come here. We'll have a conversation about it. But for the people, media alike, I will call out media that think Sean Payton, the Cardinals don't deserve Sean Payton. They would never do it. Now, now I don't want to hear that garbage. If you think about that, keep it to yourself. This is the time to put heat on this franchise. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. <laughs> Michael Bidwell hopefully needs to understand this should be the expectation. If and when you fire Cliff Kingsbury, who's in the midst of just a disastrous season, your goal should be to get the best head coach to win championships, to win playoff games. If you're if 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 we don't hold this organization accountable, which we love, which we support, which I want everybody to go to the game on Sunday and cheer for Kyler Murray, who potentially is returning, that's what we want. But in the grand scheme of things, you should demand the best of your franchise because for, for far too long, and this is part of the reason I feel like PHNX and PHNX Cardinals has been created and cultivated is we're the voice of the fan base. We're the voice of all of you. And a large population want this to happen. So, of course, Bo and I are going to champion this because we do believe it is best for the franchise. I am not here for the people that say the Cardinals would never do that and they just kind of throw their hands up. The hell they wouldn't. You need to put pressure on the organization and tell the organization in so many ways that this is this is what they should be striving for. Because right now, and we're going to get into it later on, it's an yeah. embarrassment right now. Your culture is embarrassing. Your coaching staff's an embarrassment. Your front office is a joke. This is this is the elixir to fix all of that. So I just I had to get on my high horse quickly here at the top of the show because it frustrates me to see something like this. Were you I, I can't respect Jeremy Fowler anymore? He's been lockstep with the Kyler situation, mm -hmm. missing games dating back to last year, his contract situation. He is in the know with, yeah. with people in the know. And he's coming out and saying that Sean Payton likes the Cardinals. Hey, Cardinals, get on the phone. Get the yeah. fucking phone. I, 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 I feel your optimism. I, I really think that there needs to be more about it, and you shouldn't shoot down poo-poo ideas like this. No, no doubt about it. But when you talk about some of the journalists in this market, I think that it's not so much Stockholm Syndrome. They haven't been beaten into just believing and not having hope and then that's okay, it, it's because they've covered this team. They know how this team operates. There's a, there's a difference between what they'd love to see and what would be the perfect partnership as far as taking Kyler Murray's game to the next level and coupling him with Sean Payton, and that would be the right move, moving off of Cliff Kingsbury. But they see how they, they've seen this before. Say they're a weather forecaster in, in, uh, in, in Denver, Colorado, and yeah. they know that it snows every December – and you you want it to be sunny on one day because you're throwing a picnic for some reason. You say, can you just say it's going to be sunny in 71 on Sunday? But they know. They know better than that because this organization has a track record. And unfortunately, the track record isn't great. 
And with all the variables that go into this, I'll push back a little bit because of Sean Payton being under contract through 2024, the draft compensation that it's going to take, the fact that you just signed Cliff Kingsbury to a, an extension through 2027. No told, you're going to have no to buy him out. Huh? <laughs> no, no one told him to do that. That was not a move that I know, but happen. that's the, those are the facts of the situation. And, and I, I, like I said, from the jump, Sean Payton, Arizona Cardinals head coach, fantastic. I'm with who was it that said, yeah, I'm, I'm in lockstep with you as far as what that does to me. I, I agree with you. It does. It does get me a little tingly inside, but as far as what it takes to get it done, there's a lot that has to go into it. You have like Sean Payton has his eye on it on a, on a sinking ship. He's got his eye on it. He's buying a boat and he sees a, a, a ship that's sinking in the ocean. Does he really want to buy that? Why is it? Sinking? Uh, he took over a franchise that had been through a national disaster in Hurricane Katrina and saved the city overnight with Drew. Brees. He was a coordinator I, then. He wasn't. A, I, he he th- wasn't a proven commodity back well, then. Well, I know. I know you're looking at like. Does he think the Cardinals are worth his time and his options? I listen. At the end of the day. You got your franchise quarterback. You've got a stadium. You've got a franchise that hopefully wants to win. Listen, the Cardinals, you know, say what you want about them. They're not cheap. They spend money. They're up against the salary cap every year. They're aggressive, sometimes to a fault. This is not, I don't even know who to compare it to. Like, they're not the Packers. They're not frugal. They're not the Bengals historically. Like, uh, to me, I feel like it's a dysfunctional franchise that wants to win. They just don't know how to win. They need somebody, they need the kingmaker to teach them how to win, kind of like Bruce Arians once upon a time. And the most important, the most important factor is Michael Bidwell made an investment in Kyler Murray that you cannot get away from. You can move off a cliff and you can move off of Kime and eat a little bit of money, but Bo, you've been on the record many times. The amount of money you're paying Kime and Cliff Mm -hmm. doesn't equal one year of, of Kyler's most expensive year in his contract. So you don't want to flush $230 million down the toilet, $180 million guaranteed on a player that's not getting better, that has reached a ceiling. You know who can help you? The guy who took another 5'10", 5'11", quarterback and won a Super Bowl and went, went to NFC title game after NFC title game. Also, and I want to put this out there because everybody loves to slobber all over the fact that it's, he's going to be an L.A. Charger with Justin Herbert. Number one, I would argue Michael Bidwell is much more I don't know, aggressive in spending than Dean Spanos is. Go look up the Spanos family and the amount of money they don't and do pay their coaches. Yeah. And also, I think Brandon Staley, go look at the Chargers schedule, has a good chance to keep his job. They get the Broncos. They get the Raiders. They get the Rams. I I, I think Brandon Staley is safe, by the way. I think think they're going to win 10 games. On top of that, the NFC is down. You want to go and play in the AFC West with Patrick Mahomes? You want to play in a, in a conference with Justin Herbert, or excuse me, with Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen? Or do you want to come to the NFC when it's just, it's a lot of dog shit at the top, right? We're, we're going to have Jimmy Garoppolo as the, what, the two seed this year, Kirk Cousins and Jalen Hurts, who I like, at competing for the one seed? You can come, and the NFC West, as bad as it's been for the Cardinals this year, you're, you're away from McVay imploding. Stafford's elbow's about to explode. He's getting cut in concussion protocol again. Jimmy G, Trey Lance dilemma. You've got Geno Smith leading, leading the Seahawks. I, it's much more appealing. Now, it is up to Michael Bidwell, though. Michael Bidwell has, has to – this is probably his biggest venture point since becoming owner of this franchise and president to say, number one, I got to cut bait with the unhealthy people in my life, meaning Steve Kime and company, mm-hmm. and I got to be aggressive. And I put this out here on, on Twitter today. 
it, assuming that, let's say Brandon Staley does get fired, Tom Telesco, we we assume is safe. He may not be, but mm-hmm. he's been a good GM for them. He's, he's going to be available to start looking for a head coach immediately. If if Michael Bidwell, and this would be a fatal error, fires Steve Kime, but then slow plays the GM search, you're already behind the eight ball. So if you fire Steve Kime, you have to be ready to hire Adrian Wilson or, or Quentin Harris or whomever the week of Black Monday. You got to have that ready to go, which I think would behoove you to move off of sooner rather than later. That's my one concern is you've got a team in the Chargers. If they move off Brandon Staley, would it, would it, Telesco would be ready to make a deal? No, uh, they'd have to abide by the Rooney rule. They'd have to go out and do some interviews. But I, I would be worried because we've seen it with the Cardinals so many times. They are last to the dance to hire coaches in part because they're not always first in line. But now you have a coach who wants to come coach here. So you have to well, be aggressive, Michael. Has his eye on it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that, to, me, to me, that's telling <laughs> I mean, you, hey, guys, let's take a meeting. Let's right. Take a meeting. You once let Andy Reid, who had interest in your job, mm-hmm. not go to Kansas City first. And we know what happened next. Right. That deal, the building. It was 99% done, according to Adam Schefter. And you mm-hmm. let him go to Kansas City first and you fucked that up. Now you have an opportunity to get first in line for a coach that wants to come here and work with your quarterback. Yeah. Who, who do you eye is, is the biggest threat to Sean Payton? You know, and I'll, actually, I'll outline them for you. As far as the biggest threats to the Arizona Cardinals upgrading their head coaching spot to Sean Payton would be, and, and I see 91 Claycomb in there, there is the relationship with the Dallas Cowboys, and we know that they could make the playoffs and they could shit the bed and Mike McCarthy could be out the next day. Like they could be, and that could probably become his number one seed because it fits the criteria, right? As far as having an established quarterback and, and what what Sean Payton's criteria is for his next team potentially. But then then you look at the rest of it. It's it's the Chargers who, as you as you outline, could make their way to the postseason. And Brandon Staley in his second year that probably would be a little a bit unfair, despite you know ultimately what would be best for the Chargers going forward and Justin Herbert's progression maturation and all that and his development would be probably Sean Sean Payton but it'd be probably an unjustified firing don't no fan base doesn't have their own stadium is second fiddle to the Rams especially if McVay's there like I I know how good Justin Herbert is but I'm not I'm not buying the the Chargers right now I have to be convinced that's gonna happen and I know we got Benjamin Albright and people saying he wants to be in LA Arizona is close enough it's on the way I've read he wants to be in, in a warm weather climate I yeah. am not convinced he wants to be in the Look, AFC. Mike Bidwell will fly you himself yeah. whenever you want to go to L.A. and hang out. Let's check out the super chat from our guy Sean Marks up there. He had a question uh, or a concern, honest concern. Is K1 open to improving under Peyton? Yeah, I think absolutely. I think that as far as Kyler Murray goes, he's as competitive as they come. Don't don't take him being quiet or not uh, as, as fiery or, or opinionated as far as the direction of this team this season as him just accepting it, not wanting to get better. I mean, Kyler Murray wants to get better, and I'm sure under the tutelage of, of Sean Payton and Kyler seeing what Payton did with another undersized quarterback and Drew Brees and helping him go and it, become one of the best passers in league history. I mean, that's simple. I, I don't think Kyler Murray would pass up on an opportunity like that. Who the fuck are the L.A. Chargers? They have no fan base. They have not won a Super Bowl, right? Everybody just prefer. I mean, Kyler Murray's been to the playoffs. Justin Herbert hasn't. And now everybody loves... I love Justin Herbert. I lived in Eugene, Oregon for a little while. Great guy. Great kid. But, like, come on. 
that that the Cardinals were in the playoffs last year. The Chargers, if they don't make the playoffs again, that's how many consecutive years without a playoff berth. And that ownership to me is 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 night and day from from Michael Bidwell. I, I feel like even in the midst of this terrible series of events in this season, yeah. I would take Michael Bidwell over Dean Spanos. Like, come on now. I, well, yeah, that, Spanos, that as me. soon as he found out San Diego wasn't going to fully publicly fund the stadium, he just took his ball and ran away to L.A. and, ha- and just yeah. jumped in on that. Absolutely. Yeah, as far as ownership goes, say what you will about Michael Bidwell. I know he has his skeptics out there. I know he has his haters. I'm not one of them. I think that I'm not he either. does want to win. Uh, here's, here's what I also think. I think that there is a, a future to where Steve Kime is still the one making the decision, even if it means – Cliff Kingsbury has been fired that he could be making the, the, his fourth head coaching hiring. The only way I'm doing that, the only way I'm doing that is if I am convinced and you could find this out today, you pick up the phone that Sean Payton would want Steve Kime as his GM. That's the only way I'm doing that because then, you know, Sean Payton will have partial personnel control because here's the, here's the thing with, with Kime. I mean, Bruce Arians helped with a lot of the draft and develop process. Mm-hmm. He, he picked yeah. out a lot of those players, right? John Brown, he loved him at the combine. They both liked David Johnson. Like, if if they can have that kind of marriage, and again, this is not best case scenario, but if if it, I'm willing to to eat more years of time if, if I get Sean Payton, would you agree with that? Um, I mean, come on. I guess, yeah, sure. I mean, it's still not. You're, you're not. Sean Payton was seven and nine until he got a solid draft class uh, a couple of years ago. At the you know to really kind of v- revitalize things as far as New Orleans, they had a huge draft class. I believe included Lattimore and, and, and all those guys. Mickey Loomis is a better GM than Steve. Kahn. For sure, that's not, that's, and, and not that, that's that's part of it. I mean, that was part of the 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 success there in in the Big Easy. But I think that like BA. Peyton would be more involved as far as sure. the draft process, as far as the scouting process, as far as, you know, who knows if, if Kime would have the ability to retain his scouts that have been helping him along the way, as far as his last couple drafts. So no, I mean, I, I think you, you would, you would accept it. And then, you know, you see what the working relationship is for a season. And then if it's something you can move forward with, then yeah, do it. But look that, like I said, th- it, there's a, as far as this Sean Payton thing and the reports today from, from ESPN and then, you know, CBS on top of that and all the other uh, outlets jumping in on this, as far as the Cardinals, where it is on the, on the, to use a football analogy. I mean, this, the punt just got inside the 10, you're starting the ball on your own five yard line. You have a long way to go to get Sean Payton in your building as your next head coach. Yeah, I mean, we've got six more games to go through. What if Cliff Kingsbury wins five of them, right? What if this team responds? Now, I think a lot of this is with the subheader that what we've seen from the team is non-competitive, especially Monday night, and you consider a lot of their opponents down the stretch. Like, it it takes the other shoe to fall, which is the team saying, I'm out on Cliff Kingsbury, and if they haven't said that already. And we've got coaches being fired for – horrific reasons um, in Mexico city, which we're going to get to here in a second, but I want to remind everybody right now is the best time. If you haven't dabbled already underdog fantasy, it's where it's at. I am sick of the year long fantasy apps. Can't deal with it. I prefer one and done. Let me get after it with five of my friends. 
and the highest scoring squad wins that cold, hard cash. You can dabble in NBA tonight. You can dabble in Thanksgiving football tomorrow. It is your preference. Here's our preference, though. Use that promo code PHNX, and you're going to get up to 100 bucks for your first deposit matching it. Sign up with promo code PHNX. And how about this? All users, new and current, can take advantage of a one-time offer plus a 100 times boost. Make a pick five entry. Include the higher or lower on Dak Prescott's passing yards, for instance. Enter $1 max on your pick em entry. If all five of your picks hit, guess, guess what? You win 100 bucks. It's fantastic. Dak is the only NFL pick needed. This boost could be paired with others outside on Thanksgiving Thursday. It's easy to get started. Check out underdogfantasy.com. Download the app today wherever you get your apps. Use that promo code PHNX. Get your hundy and get winning on Underdog Fantasy. Sean Payton absolutely would be an upgrade at the Arizona Cardinals head coaching position. Let's talk about upgrading your living room, your dining room, wherever you hang out in your house, your bedrooms. If you missed out on on getting things pimped out for Thanksgiving, if you're having friends and family over, you probably didn't do yourself any services as far as making things look better. Don't make that mistake again. Get things ready for the holidays with more furniture. You're going to want to buy the best furniture in the Valley for more furniture to make your home look great. Save up to 50% while doing it. 50% off during their Black Friday sale at your local Arizona More Furniture showroom. Check out morefurniture.com. If you're not sold on it, check out any of our studio shows. You'll see the beautiful furniture that we're hanging out on. Also, when we're watching games here, we're kicking back on these beautiful, comfortable loungers. More Furniture has it all. Morefurniture.com. Preview daily deals all this week leading up to Black Friday at the end of this week after you stuff your face tomorrow on Thanksgiving. I'm looking forward to eating a lot. Uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun day. Cardinals have not had a series of fun days. Before we get to that, I want to get to this comment here. Nightingale sunset. I just don't see Michael, meaning Michael Bidwell, looking through with the right lens. Hard knocks painted him like he sees this as a lost season of injuries and a hard schedule, which are both true. Mm-hmm. Rattle off three wins out of six, and they both stay in Nightingale. I agree with that. I think Bo and I are on the same page. If they get to seven wins, feels like depending on how they do it, they could be safe. Um, I also think Hard Knocks is a production in part with the team, with the organization. That's been made clear now. So he is not going to want to look like somebody who's not in support of his head coach and his GM. He doesn't want to come across that way. And and really, he he shouldn't. I mean, you want to try to be professional. And I think the Cardinals have a good opportunity with potentially the next head coach because they've got a, a mindset outside of Steve Wilkes. Like I give guys ample time to succeed. And if they don't succeed, you know, then, then we'll reassess. But you know, Cliff Kingsbury, a lot of people thought he should have been fired after the second year. And Michael gave him another year and they went to the playoffs, but then they folded, then he extended him. So I, on the surface, like in front of the camera, Michael is doing what he needs to do in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, here, here's the reality though. I mean, you can look at the injuries I mean, Kyler Murray is your starting quarterback was three and six and he was paired up with his head coach who handpicked him. And, and that's the duo going forward as far as the, the team goes. And right. the fact that they just horrendously underperformed, it has to have you concerned. I mean, you can't, you, you want those two guys in that building to be able to elevate regardless of what the situation is. And if, if you've, you don't want your your head coach and your quarterback to only be able to perform when you're dealt 
four aces. Like you yeah. have to be able when you have to be able to make a hand here. Use a poker analogy. I mean, and they just haven't at all. They they've horrendously underachieved, and they're gonna have to figure it out. And you know, the people that were skeptical about Cliff Kingsbury, I think a lot of things have been uh, just a little bit. They've been highlighted and and. People are seeing like why they had their reservations about Cliff Kingsbury and, and were shocked when he got that contract extension back in February. I mean, as far as him being a long-term solution as far as this head coaching spot goes. Well, and to your point, Bo, like, and you've been able to operate with Kyler Murray making no money and you yeah. need it perfect. It's yeah. not going to be perfect in a year, two, three years down the line when he is making 40 plus million dollars a year. That's the scariest thing is your roster. Everybody from an outside perspective always said Cardinals have a ton of talent, and that's true. Think about the receivers they tried in and out, the defensive personnel, and they're still not winning games. And then Kyler Murray has regressed this year. Imagine what it's going to be like when you can't go out and buy DeAndre Hopkins, and you can't Mm -hmm. go out and trade for Hollywood Brown and extend him or buy a Zach Ertz. Number one, you're going to have to hit on your picks, which Kime has shown an inability to do. And number two is like Cliff Kingsbury – who is he developed offensively outside of K1? Who is he elevated, right? To, you know, you buy a James Conner, but have you developed a running back? Have you developed a secondary receiving option internally? No, you haven't. Mm-hmm. Trey McBride, who was the best tight end in college football last year, you know, has barely seen the field from a receiving standpoint this year. That If I'm Cliff Kingsbury, those are things that I need to be able to prop up as Mm -hmm. rationale to why I should be kept around. It's just going to get harder and harder. I know the schedule this year was brutal, but every year it's different. Plus the NFC West, I'm sorry, it's it's not as good as people thought. And you're still in third place? That's unacceptable. What else is unacceptable? It's what went down in Mexico City over the weekend. Of course, reports coming out that former now offensive line coach Sean Kluger dismissed from the team. Bo, you had an opportunity to speak with Cliff Kingsbury today. What's the latest? Yeah, Cliff Kingsbury basically said he couldn't say anything more, comment anymore as far as what's been reported by AZ Central, ESPN.com, as far as the details of this case, because of it's still ongoing. And they're still in the details gathering part of this thing. And, and there might be a, a legal process going on. You know, what was reported by Josh Weinfuss in ESPN.com was Sean Kugler was uh, accused of allegedly groping a woman and reached out to the Mexico City police. And then the Mexico City police reached out to the Arizona Cardinals. And then their next move was sending Sean Kugler home on Monday morning before the team played its game against the San Francisco 49ers on, on Monday night. So uh, just a complete just disaster. It's uh, a horrible look. Yeah. And, and Cliff, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't speak on it. Um, and you know, you, you understand that to an extent. I, we, we talked to Kelvin Beecham today, said he, he still respects Sean Kugler. He talked to him yesterday, but at the same time, this is a business. You have to be professional. If you can't do those things, you can lose your spot in this, in this business. Um, so as far as the reaction to it, we're finally kind of getting that. But as far as like concrete details on what went down, we don't have that. As far as the coaching staff goes, you know, you were looking at this and in the shuffling that was going down. Uh, you know, obviously Cliff Kingsbury is your play caller, your offensive line, your run game coordinator is no longer with your organization. So his assistant offensive line coach and Brian Natkin, he gets elevated to yeah. basically your your interim offensive line coach. And then as far as the run game, it looks like it's gonna that's gonna belong to Spencer Whipple. And you'll recognize that name because he's the guy that stepped in for for Cliff Kingsbury when he had COVID against the Browns 
last season. So Whipple's kind of the main guy for the grunt game right now. But yeah, Cliff kind of said they're going to work in concert as far as just creating that run game that it, what they want to do on a weekly basis as far as that goes. And also they're going to get help in, in a couple different areas from from some other assistant coaches. But it, it really is is left this coaching staff in flux. And when you look at the offensive line overall, I mean, that's been the biggest problem area all, all season long. Johnny, our guy Howard Bolzer outlines that in his article about Kugler, and he, he's outlined that in previous articles at gophnx.com. Most of those articles are unlocked. I highly recommend you check it out, Howard's great work. You know, how this has been a, a group that had so much continuity coming back from 2021 to 2022, where you were returning four of your five starters and putting in Will Hernandez, who had a relationship with Sean Kugler in college, and, and it just seemed like it was going to work out. But, you know, Rodney Hudson, who th- we thought was going to retire, hasn't been healthy. Justin Pugh hasn't been healthy. The only guy that's been healthy has been Kelvin Beecham. Uh, and it's just been a disaster. And now things get worse because now you lose the guy that was probably the most well-respected coach in that locker room. And it, it, it's, just a, it's just a bigger mess on top of, a, uh, you know, this, this organization that just can't get out of its own way. Yeah, and there's some chatter here in the comments. That we, Bo and I just want to address something real quick. Like, Sean Kugler is a, a, a really good offensive line coach. Yeah. And we come at it from a perspective of this is a big loss for the team, but it's a necessary loss for the organization because of what happened. So yeah. you, could, you need to contextualize both of those things. It's a, it's, a, it's a bad loss because he's making the most out of this offensive line group but you cannot absolutely cannot keep him employed no. because now you've got two instances of sexual assault potentially against women in a, a less than a calendar year for offensive coaches. That's a trend. That's a gross trend for this franchise. And I just want to say something. Can you imagine if you're Roger Goodell and or Michael Bidwell and you hear that you're trying to be ambassadors for the NFL yeah. and you go to Mexico city and your offensive line coach gropes someone to the point where Mexican authorities Mexico authorities, I should say, had to contact the Cardinals because there was an incident. Somebody reported Sean Kugler. This was not, they're all hanging out and Cliff witnesses something and then they make a judgment call. No, no, no. Authorities were contacted and he was promptly fired. What an embarrassing scene for your franchise to think that you're a buttoned up organization. You're in hard knocks right now. You want to showcase your culture. And this is the kind of bullshit you're doing behind the scenes. And, And for people who are like, well, you got to give them more time to get this right. No, you've had enough time, man. The product on the field stinks, and now you, your coaches are acting completely out of turn to the point where they they should not be allowed to coach again. That that is just an it's an embarrassment for Michael yeah. Bidwell, and he and in my opinion, something that needs to be addressed sooner rather than later. Like as a culture organizational issue, you have you have a problem, big time. Big time. I mean, you have now two instances where two of your your assistant coaches have been in in issues with 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 women. You know, yeah. you, you had your running backs coach with a an incident that happened at was it a Walmart at charges or domestic charges yeah, domestic charges that were levied at against him in Indiana Indiana that they didn't do anything about until those charges were made public yeah. at training camp in August. I mean, that's a huge huge gross. Uh, you know, I, I don't know why they didn't address it until they were forced to. And then this, you know, is, it sounds horrible. And they, they've made the right move. You know, we're quick as far as getting Sean Kugler out of there and putting him on, getting his one-way ticket out of Mexico City. But, man, I mean, 
you're right. I mean, as far as just not performing on a, on a national stage, not being able to grow your brand at all, and, and then doing the complete opposite is just, it's, it's a huge letdown. And, I'm, and Michael Bidwell needs to tighten things up. And that's an understatement. Like he needs to tighten things up and tell these guys to knock this shit off and just yeah. focus on, on doing their job. Be professionals, be, be better men. I mean, look in the mirror, like yeah. seriously at the end of the year. And we've had people come at, you know, us Bo's at the press conference every day. Bo yeah. asks difficult questions. There will be difficult questions to be answered. Black Monday. Should they fire Cliff Kingsbury? Should they fire Steve Kime? But we'll keep the same energy throughout. Like a win yeah. this weekend does not change anything. We want them to win. We support them, but this is, this is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. And it's a big reason why the frustration right now, like it's not a good place to be. If you're an owner that you're dealing with this kind of garbage off the field, your team isn't succeeding and your fan base wants your GM and your head coach fired. Like that's, a, that's a tough place to be. If you're Michael Bidwell and you, and you have the, you have the power to change it now. And I, I think I think he will. I think knowing Michael Bidwell, he will make the necessary steps to correct this. Um, yeah. But I, I'm I'm skeptical. I, I'll see what happens as far as you know. If there is a Black Monday, you know we've seen it already. Just what four years ago, uh, in January of 2019, they decided to move off of Wilkes, and they said they're going to hold themselves accountable. They him, you know, Bidwell and Steve Kime made the wrong decision. They're going to look at themselves in the mirror. And then they kind of held that press conference to uh, uh, kind of an allotted time. Yeah, they didn't really answer any questions of, of where they took their missteps or what they were going to do to uh, hold themselves accountable and be better. And then they go make this kind of outs, you know, against the grain or outside the box hire of of, of a failed uh, college coach of Cliff Kingsbury, who's thirty five and forty in the Big Twelve. He was fired from his alma mater. He was going to be the offensive coordinator at a Pac-12 school in USC. That, that was his job. And then he gets this, this, this head coaching position out of nowhere from the Arizona Cardinals, this, this team that said, we, we made a mistake on the last one. This is our solution to it. And it was like a complete like overcorrection from a defensive guy in, in Wilkes to an offensive guy in, in Kingsbury. It's, it's really wild. It's, it is crazy. So I'll be curious to see if if they're going to be more transparent and answer more questions. I'll reserve judgment until it happens, but I'm pretty skeptical that that they will. That it's not just the same thing. I love this comment, Arizona Animal saying last Black Monday, uh, Bidwell attacked the media. I don't quite remember that, uh, but he does say, "Stay safe, Bo. We want you to stay <laughs> safe." I appreciate that, Arizona Animal. I I think I'll be all right. I think I'll yes. be all right. I I don't remember. I don't remember what. In, in what way he attacked the media. I'm sure he wasn't, I'm sure he, they were really disappointed with probably arguably one of the worst seasons in this franchise's history and that their horrible off season of going out and getting uh, Sam Bradford and then trading up to draft Josh Rosen and hiring Mike McCoy and Steve mm-hmm. Wilkes and changing up a defense that was decent from a three, four to fourth. I mean, the missteps were endless and they weren't too keen on, taking questions about it i i i do feel like with with mr b uh when it's off the field that raises eyebrows like you don't want to be known as the washington commanders with dan snyder it's one thing to be awful on the field but goodness all this when it comes back to you as an owner and your leadership and the your you as the president and when you your coaches are are 
acting like this and that this comes back on you, that's that's when you you basically say, I gotta, I gotta start over. I gotta fix yep. this. It's not like it's not a schematics thing, it's not a roster thing, personnel. It's I, I don't know who I can trust. I need to start over because our, our football operations is is broken right now, top to bottom. And yep. and we'll and we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I want to remind everybody. Thanksgiving is tomorrow. I'm so excited. Not only am I excited to stuff my face, I'm ready to stuff my bet sheet on DraftKings. It's the best day of the year to gamble because you ever it's just it's universally accepted that we're going to sit on the couch and watch football. And you might as well dabble with DraftKings. Right now you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You can use that promo code PHNX. You can place any $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Think about that. Five bucks gets you $150 in free bets if your team wins. And again, we're not talking spread. We're talking money line action only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, use that promo code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See shown notes for details. I am tempted. Detroit Lions looking Ooh. good. Dan Campbell. There's a grown-up. Love a grown-up like Dan. <laughs> Big meathead head coach. Also on Hard Knocks, the earlier one this in, in the summer, the, the training camp preseason one, you got to dabble on any World Cup on Thanksgiving or maybe the next day. U.S. is back on the pitch Friday. Well, the only the only way I do that is I watch PHNX Bets Daily when I'm not on it. And mm-hmm. even when I'm on it, I tap in. Shane Diefenbach is the guy when it comes to World Cup. He and Sean had great insight. Check out the show from earlier today. I do not know soccer so mm-hmm. I'm not going to pretend like I do, but I, I lean on those guys. Those guys absolutely just dialed in. Yep. You can be dialed in from our Four Peaks World Cup watch party on Black Friday. That's the next time the U.S. is going to take the pitch. They're taking on England. We're trying to turn back the clock to 1776 and win another big one against England, that's match day. Watch along PHNX at Four Peaks. Enjoy beer specials, giveaways, guest appearances, and more. $3 kit lifters, $3 wow wheat pints, hosting every U.S. and Mexico World Cup match, 22-foot screen. Yeah, I'm not I'm not joking when I say that. It's 22 feet. It's all its glory. Next, next U.S. match is Black Friday with the festivities starting at 11 a.m. Then you got Mexico versus Argentina, in Argentina with Messi. It's the next day at 11 a.m. on Saturday. Atmosphere was absolutely electric, incredible so far. Register for your free tickets, and you're not going to want to show up without registering because it's going to be tough. It's it's wall-to-wall people. You get yourself a seat. You get your, your buns and a chair. You get the delicious food and beer and atmosphere, and you don't have to pay for it. All you do is register for free right now. Just click the link in the description, and you can get into any of our U.S. or Mexico watch-alongs with PHNX and Four Peaks. Love it. Love all of you. I love this comment here. Shout out to y'all at PHNX, though. You guys keep it real. Bickley meaning Dan Bickley, who we love, and you guys are the only ones who are calling it straight up right now. Well, listen, we love the team site. This is not the team site. This is <laughs> Cardinal Celebratory when it needs yeah. to be, and this is also Cardinal Cardinal Therapy when it needs to be. Mm. This, we're here We're here to keep it real because it would be a dis, it would be disrespectful to you, our fellow fandom, if, if we didn't keep it real. We're going to keep it real now with Kyler Murray, who, thank God, Bo, looks like he is on the mend and, dare I say, on track to play this Sunday against the L.A. Chargers. Yeah, a couple of things at play here with Kyler Murray. First, we heard from head coach Cliff Kingsbury. He gave us an update on Kyler Murray. This is what he had to say. He looked good today, so I'm, I'm feeling good about the chances. I think uh, if we didn't let him, we may have a fist fight. 
in my office at this point. So um, I feel like he's definitely training in the right direction. That's what you want to hear. That Kyler Murray is willing to throw hands if he can't get on the playing field for the third straight week. So it looks like that. We followed up, asked Kyler. You know what? He, he gave us a lot less as far as words. He just said, yeah, I feel good. Uh, and that's all I need to hear from Kyler. And then you look at the injury report that came out post-practice. It Sure, it was a closed walkthrough, but for the first time in weeks, Kyler Murray was a full participant in practice. Colt McCoy was limited. Kyler's full. I think you can pretty much, if he's in your fa- on your fantasy team, go ahead. You could start him, and I think he's going to be in the lineup come Sunday. It seems like all those lights are turning green. Now, as far as Marquise Hollywood Brown, Johnny, uh, still day-to-day. We'll see what the deal is with him. And if he is in the lineup, Cliff said that he could be on a pitch count, uh, could be a limited snap for for Hollywood Brown. And then you've got the two wide receivers, your two slot receivers on Monday that got injured. Rondell Moore pretty much, Cliff alluded to him being out with the groin injury, and then they'll figure out what his status is going forward. Uh, And then you've got uh, Greg Dortch, who injured his thumb, won't require surgery on his thumb, but he's going to be a guy that it's going to come down to what he can kind of take pain-wise. What's his pain threshold? And we've seen so far with Greg Dorch. I mean, he he had a, a knee contusion. Yeah, he, he's a guy that if you if if he has a pulse, he's going to be out there on the playing field. He's the anti Rondell Moore. I'm just going to say that <laughs> yes. Rondell Moore, aka the Glass Man, not expected to play this weekend. Uh, that's that's a d- disappointing occurrence in and of itself. Greg Dorch professional football player as kicker comes off the bench as his first hundred yard game on national TV against the number one defense, the NFL, I would imagine number 83 is at least suited up, ready to go. So then you've got Deandre Hopkins, you've got AJ green, you've got maybe Hollywood Brown, and you've got somewhat of Greg Dorch. And then they also added one of my faves, Farrell mm-hmm. Cooper back into the fall. If you guys remember Farrell Cooper, once upon a time during Kyler's rookie season was really productive for this team. Um, so I don't know. It feels like this, this weekend it's going to be Kyler Murray needing to be Kyler Murray to be able to, to get this dub against the chargers. But Bo, you mentioned it earlier, like it's not going to be perfect. We might need a throwback game of Hopkins and Kyler Murray dominating James Connor on the ground, maybe a little more Trey McBride this week. But I, I think for everybody waiting, like, well, we were supposed to have this receiving core of X, Y, and Z. That's not going to happen. At least not this year, maybe not under this regime, but you have DeAndre Hopkins. Go look around. Look at Baltimore's receiving core. Look at some mm-hmm. of these other receiving cores around the NFL. Like the Cardinals have enough talent to score points. It's about execution or lack thereof. And then you couple that with an offensive line that right now is is below average. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, and we'll see. We saw the the left guard spot. It's become a work share between Rashard Coward and Cody Ford. They find some more consistency there. You know, are you going to continue to move forward at the right guard spot? with Cito uh, Smith, um, you know, who's played the last couple games. And, and then you've got Be- Beecham, who's been the, the guy there. And then we'll see what happens with DJ Humphreys in his back. Uh, but, you know, it's just nice to, to get – because I think the theme of the season now becomes – or the goal of the season is to get Kyler Murray back on track, right? I mean, as far as rebranding your franchise quarterback uh, on, on hard knocks, giving some insight into who he is, make him – you know, more likable, turn him into a less polarizing figure, at least here. And, and hopefully it will help nationally because nationally he, he's panned all the time. It's unfortunate, but get your quarterback back on track, take away any debate on whether or not, you know, those Colt McCoy truthers, they need to go away and just form their own little club. It needs to be small and minute. 
and, and make sure that everybody knows that, that Kyler Murray is franchise caliber quarterback that had a, a slump to start the season and is able to kind of figure it out and, and be who everybody thought he was when he signed that big, lucrative, multi-million, mega-million extension. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think Kyler Murray and his development, his we need to be able to go into this offseason feeling 100% great about Kyler Murray. And even, I think, people who have listened to us for some time, Bo, know we're, we're staunch supporters of Kyler, understand that his growth is not where it needs to be. He needs to be better. And so if there are such things as small victories, that's one of them before the end of the year. Of course, we want this team to win every game possible, but in the grand scheme of things, with what we've seen, like this this front office, or excuse me, this coaching staff right now, it is what it is. Like the the team's five and twelve in their last seventeen games. We don't magically expect that to turn around. We, we hope, sample we hope, size. No, that's a full season, yeah. and it's also this Cliff Kingsbury thing in the second half of the year. If we thought it was bad in the first half, what do we expect now that everybody has tape on this offense and you've got so many changing parts? Somebody just put in the comments. What about Robbie Anderson? I forgot he was even on the team. He, he didn't have a catch with this team yet. And they he traded away three snaps Monday night, and he, he I, didn't have a catch. Yeah, it. He that that that's. I think that's, he's that's a played like hundred snaps, season. Johnny. He's got no. one catch for minus a couple yards. Yeah, had a had a crucial drop two weeks ago in their loss. So, um, let me say this. Yeah, the days of Steve Kime winning on trades. Think about his last few trades. Bad. He's well, over his last three. Des- desperation trade. Well, Cody Ford to me, that's fine. I don't that one. I don't mind. He's playing now and whatever. But yes, the Trayvon Mullen he trade. He can't even win the job outright at, at left guard. He's, they signed Rashard was, Coward off the streets. He can't win that, that job. That one. That one didn't bother me. But the Trayvon Mullen one's been a disaster. They're that both else. And both of those guys, you don't know enough about to where you want to resign them. Do you bring them back? They're both going to be free agents. Well, not if if Steve somebody asked me the other day, is Will Hernandez back next year? Well, probably not because his offensive line coach is gone and gone for good. If Steve Kimes not the GM, I think everything's on the table. I think everybody, I think this roster could be gutted if there's a new general manager. And speaking of that, uh, I, I wanted to point this out. So this tweet came while we're doing the show, Bo. Somebody sent this to me. This is from Jordan, a pro football focus who does good work covering uh, college football. He mm-hmm. says, if the Arizona Cardinals want to go after Sean Payton, who has expressed uh, who has expressed that being on the same page with his new front office is a priority in his job selection, mm-hmm. they should try and lure Jeff Ireland to their front office. He is the assistant GM in New Orleans. So take that for what it's worth. Perfect. Uh, but it sounds like, I mean, that, that's somebody who's available, right? Yeah. He, he reports to Mickey Loomis. So I just hey, learned his name just now. I'm his biggest fan. Let's Jeff Ireland, <laughs> Paradise Valley, it's gorgeous. I know a home that could become available if you're interested. Um, you know, a nice, it's got a bunch of natural lighting. It's got some uh, Batman yeah. posters. Uh, it's, it's super nice. Uh, let's get to some more of these comments here. What happens with J.J. Watt? Does he stay? Does he retire? Does he move on? I think this is J.J. Watt's last year in Arizona. Yeah, I think J.J. Watt potentially could retire. He's playing really well. And the, here's the shitty part, Cardinals update is he's basically, he outside last year he got hurt, he he's held up his end of the bargain. Like, he's going to have potentially 10 sacks this year. He's been a tremendous teammate, a great leader. The Cardinals have, have failed J.J. Watt, at least this year, in my opinion, because he he's playing good football. Yeah. I, and and I he's everything that you ask for. It's everybody else that's that's kind of falling apart at the seams. 
He's got five and a half sacks. I mean, he leads the team in sacks. I don't think anybody anticipated that after you saw that he his game transcends the box score, but he's been yeah. more than just a disruptive guy opening up pass rush lanes for for other players. He knew that he had to be a guy to get the get home and get the quarterback on the turf because the edge isn't providing that, right? So yeah, yeah let's we get we got another super chat here from Jason, right? Get Sean yeah. Payton now. No ifs, ands, or buts. And then apparently we've got a brand new GM. We just found out about him. We love him. I mean, what a guy. Jeff. Good old Jeff Ireland. The I've always been a fan. Ireland. I've always been lockstep with him. Always been his biggest supporter. But let's can we get can we get some contacts for Jeff Ireland? Maybe get him on the show. Sure. Uh, man, I think I think that would be beneficial. Hey, yeah. Jeff, you're with another franchise, but let's right. start you about a job that's not open yet. Do you uh, like to draft linebackers in the first round? Um, let's yes. go back. Okay, to the fine. You can still come if you get Sean Payton. The draft history for the Saints, very good, by the way. It's edge rushers, it's offensive linemen, it's occasionally a cornerback in Marshawn Lattimore. That they, they've been yeah, a finely nice tuned machine. Yeah. They when Sean Payton has adequate quarterback play, they go to the playoffs. I mean, some of those years with Breeze, I think people forget his arm was falling off. And, yeah. and they got and they got to 10, 11 wins. Yeah, the NFC South wasn't great, but you had Carolina and Rivera in their heyday making some noise, right? So, and they they were always physical against Brady that first year he was there. But I I think this right now, Cardinal fans are in the mindset like whomever replaces Kime, we're gonna give that person a chance. We just want something different. We've seen the same thing since 2013. It's been 10 years. Give us something new. Right, because we don't know what it's like to have draft picks come in and hit their first year and play and play well, and yeah, the Arizona animal working on a Jeff Ireland statue as we speak, aren't we all? <laughs> Something we would love to see. Yeah, I love to see it. Arizona Cardinals. I mean, we're just just off a few like he's eyeing the Cardinals. All of this was was gifted to us today. For and you know why? Show. You know why he's doing that? Because of one player. Everybody who is ready to, to 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 write this young player off, there is no way he'd consider the Cardinals without Kyler Murray. It, no matter what you think of Kyler Murray, he needs to be a better leader. He's an introvert. Mm-hmm. He's not your cup of tea. Sean Payton would not, because he's not considering these other openings. I had Zach from DMVR, our, our guy, reach out to me today, mm-hmm. and he said, did that report say anything about the Broncos? And I said, no, and it's because oh, they're saddled with Russell Ross. Wilson. So that's what I'm saying. Ross. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, you're cooking fucking hungry, man. We got flaming yawn, <laughs> right? That's why he's considering the because he doesn't. Because look, the young quarterbacks, you're unsure. We're unsure about all these young quarterbacks that yeah. were taken two years ago. Trevor Lawrence, this, that, and the other. And then you don't want you know Carolina. They they Dan Graziano said in a chat today, Carolina would be interested, but they're not going to trade within the division. They have no quarterback to sell them on. The Cardinals are in a unique position where they have a quarterback that could win. For the next decade plus, along with Herbert, that's why they're in this. That's why that he's even considering this opening should it become available. And yeah. that, that's because of Ky- what Ky- not Ky- Kyler Murray, the prospect, not what he did at Oklahoma, Bo, but what he's done in the NFL and what Peyton thinks he can do. What And we'll get to the Super Chat in just a second, but Drew Brees, after he's kind of let go by the Chargers. Yeah, not kind of. They, they were like, goodbye. We're not interested. I mean, they did Sean Payton's boy dirty. Let's factor that into this equation, right? They yeah. they did yeah. Drew Brees dirty, yeah. looking for new spots. So did so did the Dolphins. Didn't Nick Saban pick Dante Culpepper over Drew Brees? 
now they yeah. said that they his people they flunked Drew Brees' medical. They uh, didn't pass it. his medical. But and Drew so, Brees goes to New Orleans, right? Mm-hmm. Post Katrina, right? They, they needed something, right? They needed a boost, and, and they got it. Boy, did they get it from Sean Payton and, and Drew Brees and that team. Drew Brees was 27 years old his first year for the Saints. Kyler Murray, next August, 26 years old. Turn your thinking caps on. <laughs> connect the dots. Save this organization. Let's see what our super national- chat is from Jason. Really thank, appreciate it. $1.99 super chat. Am I sick of this regime finally? I'm, I'm just... I'm I'm sick of things being so tough for this this organization. Like it, it just seems like on the playing field, off the playing field, things are never easy for this team. I mean, you look back at this offseason, it was just a herky-jerky stop and go, you know, play this game in the in the public eye, in the media, you know, reports about Kyler, reports about the Cardinals, and and then you see this this season transpire and it's been it's been a bust at 4 and 7. I mean, I, I think a lot of people are just are tired of it. I mean, heard local radio say that this might even be more of a trying season than going three and thirteen in twenty eighteen. I, I think I think a hundred percent because at least then you could say, don't have the coach, don't have the quarterback, moving on, cleaning house. This is like you had expectations, and I put this in the rundown, and I'm glad you reminded me, Bo. So before the season, or maybe I didn't put it in the rundown, but I think I can get it off memory. Before the season, the Cardinals had an over 53% chance to make the playoffs this year. We talked about it in awesome all offseason. Like, yeah, they weren't making a bunch of moves, but Vegas still thinks they're a playoff team. They have gone from, 50, I'm sorry, 58% to now 4%. That, that is an utter disaster. At least in 2018, you you made a bunch of short-term moves. Bradford was signed you know, for one year. You were able to pivot to off of Rosen, get a second, even though you blew that on Andy Isabella. Like, that was and that was fixable. This is like you gave contract extensions to three people that two out of the three we we've we've we basically made it up our minds about. And then the quarterback, people are taking shots at left and right, not this podcast, but others. And you're you're signing, I mean, you re-signed DJ Humphreys. Think about all the extensions they started giving yeah. out, right? You traded for Hollywood Brown, Kyler's best friend, and you got you got to pay Hopkins $30 million next year. They these are heavy weighted decisions and that, and then you've got all the off the field garbage and the team's not any good. It just, it gets compounded brick by brick. It's it's I'm sure it's weighing on Michael Bidwell. And mm-hmm. listen, I want everybody to go to the games and support the team. So does Bo. So does everybody here at PHNX Cardinals. You don't think it guts Michael Bidwell to look at the stands and see the opposing team's jerseys in the stands. And it, it will be especially disheartening this Sunday if we see a bunch of baby blue in the, in the stands when the Chargers don't even fill up their own stadium. Yeah, I could not happen. believe, I could not believe the amount of Seahawks fans that were here for that game when they beat the Cardinals a couple weeks ago. There were so many Seahawks fans at tailgates in the stadium. That that is when you really start to, if if you're an owner, sit back and think, what what have I done? What is what is going on? I thought I had something here. And, yeah. and he does. Just what's what's really crazy about it is is where the expectations were going into the season and, and yeah. where they they've gone and, and as far how far it's fall, it's fallen off a cliff. Yeah, didn't mean to even say that, but I mean, it <laughs> fell off a cliff. Spelled with a K. Walk that away, producer yeah. Liam. <laughs> graphic just, in and in and with somebody's let go. At the end yeah, of the year. it's 
Yeah, it, it, you, it, there was zero. There was zero margin for error with the way things were set up. It was so volatile, and they they've been walking on on thin ice all season long. And finally, they broke they broke through. And if you're Michael Bidwell, I, you really hope that he's got a, a good idea of of what truly went wrong. And if he's willing, is he willing to fix it? Is he willing to do the things necessary to fix it? That's that's a big question. That's a huge question that goes into all of this as far as what the future of this organization is going to look like. Can they quickly turn things around? Uh, or is it going to be just painstaking for the next couple of years? Yeah, we're going to find out. But I'll tell you what's not painstaking is to sign up for a new diehard membership at gophnx.com. I want to tell you guys, so we have unveiled a new model at gophnx.com where 90% of the content is free, including the fabulous work of our guy, Howard Balzer. But if you want to become a diehard, all you have to do, sign up, join today. It's just under 60 bucks. Let me tell you what you're going to get. You're going to get a free hat or t-shirt of your choice, not as a one-time offer. Every single year you re-up, you get a free hat or a t-shirt. You get access to our premium diehard content, including our member Discord. Come and hang with Bo and I, yell at us, scream, whatever. We're ready to be there for you. Plus 20% off all the merchandise, no matter when, no matter how long. A diehard member card. Uh, again, exclusive diehard gear. Check it out. There's so many uh, great um, support uh, write-ups on the diehard page. You phnx.com. Um, what the diehards are saying. So if, if I can't sell you on it, let them do it. And then we have a huge Black Friday sale going on at the PHNX Merchandise Locker happening in just two days. I'm talking shirts for next to nothing. Premium shirts. I got the point guard shirt, point guard shirt on, PHNX cap. Um, so if you think, I mean, I want some of that gear. I just don't know if I'm ready to pull the trigger. This is the time to do it, friends. I need to, I need to upgrade my shirt. I got to get a PHNX Locker shirt. This you do embarrassing that I'm I'm not repping the brand today, but I will say if you guys enjoyed the show, there's more coming. Not tomorrow, later tonight. As soon as Hard Knocks wraps, we're gonna do our recap show. Well, that ought to be I, a little behind the curtain here. I don't think we're getting a guest tonight. I don't know if it has anything to do with last week, but that's okay. <laughs> you be our guest, everyone here. Absolutely, you guys killed it in the you crushed it in the chat. If you missed the Sean Payton stuff. Just uh, just refresh this video, watch from the very beginning. We get into that conversation or download the podcast wherever you find podcasts. Leave a review. Does wonders for us. Say how much you like Johnny and his hat and how he trimmed up his beard and how he's just he looks like an absolute snack these days. And then you also just leave that five-star review. We appreciate it. Do that for us. And uh, yeah, and we'll talk some hard knocks tonight. The stronger we become, the stronger you become, the stronger wow. your voice is with with this <laughs> franchise. I because we are here as your advocates. We talk about people always ask me, how do you guys decide what we talk about? You guys, you guys dictate what we talk about. Bo's on the ground at the franchise every day asking the tough questions, and we and we just come and have a group hang. Uh $1.99 super chat from Jason. Does Bidwell listen to any of these podcasts? Great way to end the show. We're going to make him listen. We're going to make everybody <laughs> in that organization flip on PHNX Cardinals because it is your premier elite Arizona Cardinal podcast. We're going to hack the uh, the FAA. Somehow we're going to get it into his headset there on his PJ, on his private jet. He's going to get he's supposed to get directions on where to land, and he's just going to get PHNX Cardinals in his headset. Stream it right through. Thank you guys so much. It's been a banger of a show. Come back. 
for a little nightcap tonight, PHNX after dark, hard knocks. Come and hang. We don't know what's going to be on the show, but we know we're going to be here right around 9 p.m. Your after show. Be there. Be square. Bye, everybody.